right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Amelia. I'm here with Kira. And we started the Absolutely Podcast. So welcome. What we're going to be talking about is stuff that I feel any girl in her 20s or even below that, above that, who is in a phase of their life where they feel like they need direction or just feel like they need someone to connect to, this would be the podcast. And it's called Absolutely Podcast because when you listen and hear the topics we're going to talk about, you're going to go, absolutely, I agree. That's exactly how I'm feeling. So yeah, we're just going to get straight into the podcast. My name's Amelia. I'm here with also another girl who's going to be a part of the podcast. Go ahead. Hello. I'm Kira. Uh, Amelia and I have been friends for a while and, you know, she kind of mentioned wanting to start a podcast and I said, let me get in on that (laughs) because I have some things I'd like to share. So we're super excited. And yeah, she kind of mentioned she wanted to name it the Absolutely Podcast. And I think that's great because whenever we talk about the things that are going on in our lives, I think... It's so relatable the way that we're feeling and kind of when she says something like, oh, this is what's going on. You're like, yes, absolutely. I feel the same way. And it just kind of makes you feel better that, you know, someone else is kind of going through the same thing or has the same perspective on things as you do. So we're super excited. This is going to be great. I'm literally so excited. Okay. So yeah. So this is the Absolutely Podcast. We hope that when you listen to the episodes and just the stuff that we're talking about, you and your head are going, absolutely. Like there's there's no way other people are feeling this way. So I want this to be a big community where girls can feel like they have someone to relate to, especially if they're going through something or if they feel like they're just lacking something and need direction. I want this podcast to be something that everyone can go absolutely to and just feel absolutely included, absolutely valid in everything they're feeling. So We'll get straight into it. Yeah. So just to add to that, if you if you hear something and it's like not absolutely or you want to add something or maybe have a different perspective, like, you know, we're just getting started. But we're eventually, started. eventually we're going to grow this little squad, we're this grow little podcast <laughs> community. So if you have something you want to say or something you want to hear or a different perspective you want to offer, we're so open to that. So super open. Once I get more technical and get off of GarageBand. Um, <laughs> it's the way that we're literally huddled over. I wish that they could see us. I, I wish we were doing a video podcast because we're actually we're two inches away from each other, bent over this one Amazon microphone. But, you know. Shout out Amazon and Jeff Bezos for quite literally funding my entire apartment and this podcast. Um, He gave me what? the microphone and Kira and I are quite literally hovered over it right now. You know now. what? Apple started in a garage. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. Apple started in a garage and. <laughs> Entrepreneurs sometimes have to start at their humble roots. I'm quite humbled right now. I am very humbled. Oh my God. Okay. Anyways, so welcome. Let's get straight into the episode. So first episode, we're just going to be talking about us moving into a new city, how we both adapted to a new city that we've been in. By the way, we're in San Francisco. So that's the city we're going to be talking about. Um, And then just what happens in the city, all the ins and outs of it and figuring yourself out once you get there and figuring out other people when you get there. So let's get straight into it. All right. Okay. So we'll just give a quick background about each of us. So my name's Amelia. Like I said, um, I'm 22 years old right now. I am from Chicago, uh, but I came out to California for college and I have stayed here ever since. And so after college, I decided to move out to San Francisco. I got a full-time job um, because I have a degree in finance. So Kira and I actually both work at the same company. So it's funny that we're doing this podcast together too. I went to St. Mary's in California. Go Gales if anyone from St. Mary's is listening to this. 
But yeah, so that's a little bit about me. I'll let Kira tell us about herself. Yeah. Hello, I'm Kira. <laughs> um, I'm 23, so I'm a year older than Amelia. Um, not, I guess, by month, but by graduation <laughs> year, which up until about a year ago is how I measured everything in my life, like by quarters and semesters. So anyway, a little bit about me. So I was actually born in San Francisco. Fun. Moved to Phoenix when I was about one month old. Lived in Phoenix for eight years. Moved to Denver. So that's where I grew up. And I also went to St. Mary's, which is where me and Amelia met. And yeah, I I did it first. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I, I, I moved you. out. No, I moved out here to San Francisco and Amelia was still at school and we just stayed really close and um, it just worked out that she ended up joining my company and it's great. I, I love it. Couldn't ask for better coworkers. Um, so that's kind of a bit about me. I studied econ and business and I did a math minor, but now that is irrelevant because no one in the corporate world really cares what you majored in. Uh, so I'm really glad that I destroyed my mental health. <laughs> that math minor in retrospect um but yeah went to St. Mary's lived in Moraga definitely the last couple years have been super hectic so I was 2021 so my entire senior year and half of junior year was COVID heavy so that kind of impacted a lot of like coming out of college the lessons that I learned and the friendships that I took but you know I wouldn't change it because I wouldn't be who I am so that's just a little bit about the both of us And I think we're just kind of going to start out talking about moving into San Francisco and how exciting it is to, you know, find a new city and move into it. But kind of also the pressure that we feel, especially with social media and movies and the way that it's portrayed that you move into a city and you immediately, you know, live this glamorous life where you're going out all the time and you have all these friends and you're, you know, every day doing something different and making memories and how when you don't have that, it can feel like you're not doing enough. So that's kind of just something we both have felt. Mm -hmm. So I'll hand it over to Amelia maybe to talk about some of that. Yeah. So I literally just sliding the microphone across the table so that I can talk. Um, This is great. This is called podcasting on a budget. Um, Anyway, so yeah. So I just recently moved to San Francisco. I moved here in May. Um, so I've only been here for such a short amount of time. And even then I was traveling over the summer. So those three months of traveling, I was not in the city, you know, making friends and adjusting to my life alone because more context, I live alone. Um, go me, I guess, but I live alone. And so coming back from being in the summer around people all the time, like my family, friends, all that stuff and being in college where you have roommates all the time. I guess I wasn't exactly ready or knew what I was supposed to be expecting living alone. And so the first couple months at first, I was like, this is super fun. Like I, I have my own life. I have no one to come home to and have to worry about my energy and like messing it up. You know, if I like have a bowl in the sink, I don't want to clean. I don't have to worry about someone getting literally on my ass for it. Um, so that was cool. But then these past couple months when, so I like now I've made friends with Kira's friends and shout out to the girlies. I know you're listening to this. Um, shout out the girlies. And I have one other friend from my grade who moved to the city with me, but we're not living together. And so those are like my only two social settings really. And so the, some weekends, like when we wouldn't be doing anything, I would feel so lonely and I like the adjustment was hard because I was like, I have to be so comfortable in 
being by myself and not having to worry about, you know, like putting myself out there every single weekend. And like, and even that, like when I do go out, I have to be conscious that I'm making connections with the people that I'm out with. Like it was a huge adjustment. I literally had to get used to living alone, making new friends, knowing a new city. It was like a whole adjustment that I was not ready for. And the first couple months were fine because I was like, you know, on my high, just had moved into the new city and was just ready for anything. But then these past couple months, I'm like, oh, my God, it's actually hitting me. Like, I'm alone. Like, I like I am alone. And the only time I get with people is if I'm in work or like we're doing something on weekends. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's kind of my journey here. I honestly wouldn't change it for anything, though, because I feel like it's helped me grow so much. Like moving into the city, I was expecting like literally what Kira said, like the pressure to have such a glamorous life. Like you think you're going to move to the city and all of a sudden you're living that hot girl city life where you're going out all the time and you're going to clubs and you're like looking hot and you got like guys everywhere. And just like anyways, I'm in a relationship. Hi, Blake. Um, But like just stuff like that. And like you think that you're going to have this like crazy life as if like you're li- living in like the Carrie Diaries or the Carrie. What is that? The yeah. Carrie Bradshaw Carrie Diaries. Yeah. yeah. Like you think it's going to be something like that. And in reality, when you live alone, it is not like that. Like you're literally, if you work from home, you're home all day, every day by yourself and you're like by yourself all the time. So yeah, it was a huge adjustment, but I've honestly come to love and respect having my own time and being okay with being by myself and knowing that I don't always have to be around people. And I've honestly come to really appreciate like, having weekends in more and then because when friends come to me with plans it feels so nice because I'm like oh my gosh I actually like appreciate being around friends instead of like feeling like I have to force myself to be out there with friends if that makes any sense um but so yeah I guess my advice when it comes to anyone who is thinking of moving into a city or like is embarking on that journey and is living alone even if you're living with people I would just say like know when it's okay to be by yourself really reflect and be like do I want to be myself or do I want to be around people and it's okay if you want to do both you like you should not feel the pressure if your friends are going out but you're really not in the mood you can say no like they're still going to be your friends you can say no and it's okay to feel like that it's okay to be alone all the time um so I think my advice is just like be open to making new friends like do not shut yourself out just because you're living alone be open and say yes to everything and do some stupid stuff while you can and like take advantage of living your own life and having that balance and finding that balance. And like, I don't know. I think that's just my advice, but I'm going to hand it over to Kira because I feel like she has some advice. She's been here for a year, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> no, no, it's so good because yeah, so I have a roommate. Amelia lives alone, but I do have a roommate. Shout out Haley. Hey, Haley. She's the reason that I'm fed, clothed <laughs> and half the time functional um actually she's amazing her love language is acts of service so she really (laughs) takes care of me um yeah so I think it's funny just kind of hearing Amelia talk about that she's definitely I think you know she's a year younger than me but she has a lot more figured out in terms of really feeling no but I mean she I think has learned and has figured out earlier in life than I did how to you know really value your time And her perspective on things is kind of where I'm getting to now, even though I've been here for a year and she's, you know, only been here for a couple months. So for me, when I first moved to the city and I've kind of always been like this, I'm a big, 
I'm a little more, uh, I don't know, Miss Amelia gets down, but I'm a bit more of a party animal if I if I do say so myself. Yeah, are, I'm going to shut are. the bar down. No, Amelia's going home to be asleep by 11. <laughs> um, and I think when I first moved to the city, and, and don't get me wrong, I love doing that, but I'm learning now that I only like doing that and can fully give that my all when I really want to be doing that. And so that's where I am at now, which is great. And I'm, you know, I'm becoming, coming into that person and, you know, we're staying in tonight. I stayed in last night. I'm loving it. I had such a great day today. But when I first moved here, um, I, you know, didn't really know anyone. I had a few friends from college, which was awesome. And really loved that I had, you know, a couple people and Haley's amazing. And we hit it off right away. We'd kind of known each other a little bit before we moved in together. But, you know, when I was first trying to make friends and be social, I got really lucky. I mean, we'll talk about this later, how to actually make friends in the city. But I got really lucky that I had an old friend here who pulled me into her friend group. And I met, you know, the 30 SF hooligans or however many that (laughs) there are in this stupid group chat. Um, And so I'm so thankful for that because I know that that's not always the case and that I'm really, really grateful to have a whole community of people that I'm invited to do things with. However, when I first moved here and had that whole community, I found that I was spending so much time going out like three times a week every Wednesday night for four consecutive months I was at Silver Clouds singing All Too Well or singing Timber by Kesha and Pitbull and again I loved that I had a lot of fun but it was also very draining and I think you have to learn to say no to things and I think the even bigger bigger thing there is knowing that if you you can say no to going out And that doesn't mean that those friendships that you have are going to go away. So my biggest thing was like, if I say no to going to Silver Clouds tonight, everyone's going to have such a fun time without me and I'm going to miss out on stuff. And the next time they hang out, they're not going to think about inviting me. Right. And I, you know, sometimes I still struggle with that mindset because I'm like FOMO. Sometimes I joke runs my entire life. FOMO, fear of missing out for anyone who doesn't know what that is. Um, it's kind of that feeling that you get when you're doing something or someone's going out and you don't want to miss out on what's happening. So you go anyway, even if you don't necessarily want to go, or if you, you know, said you were going to stay in, but you just want to go because you're worried that you're missing out on something. So, you know, that again, I do enjoy going out and I wouldn't really change anything about the first year that I was here, but I do think being aware of that feeling and knowing like, okay, am I going out because I really want to go out and have fun? Or am I going out because... I'm so worried that the next time that they go out, I'm not going to be invited. It's like a little bit of people pleasing. Yeah. Like you're like pleasing other people to <laughs> not her literally leaning the mic over to me right now. <laughs> We're going to get a second mic. We're going to get a second mic. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a little bit of people pleasing and it's hard to adjust to that in the city and feel like you don't have to do that in order to make friends. And I feel like as girls, especially because guys, you know, guys just, you talk about sports and they're like in love with each other, but girls, it's so hard to actually like genuinely make a connection. It takes so much more than it does for guys. So I feel like it's totally, oh my gosh, it it is people pleasing. And I feel like I had a lot of that in college and that's why like <laughs> she's like inching the microphone close to my mouth. <laughs> I just want to make sure it gets this. Um, good stuff. This is the good stuff. But I feel like in college, I did a lot of that where oh my God, like literally anything that was offered my way, I was like, yeah, I'm going. Like, absolutely. I have to go. Like, I have to show my face. Everyone has to see me there. You know what I mean? But now, since I know like literally five people in the city or like six, I'm like, I 
like I they're not going to care if I go or I don't go because they respect me and they know that like I'm I'm there regardless. Like I'm I'm friends with them. It's not it's nothing against them. And that's the other thing too is like you think that people are just going to start instantly hating you because you didn't go. And it's like that is so false. Like or if they do, those aren't the friends exactly. that you really need in your life. No, exactly. Like if they're only your friend because you always say yes and you party together those are quite literally weekend friends like they're only your friends when they want to go out and do something but if are they your friends when you're going through something and you have to ask them a question or just like need support absolutely not so it's like why would i even want to put myself around those people and so i feel like even coming into the city, like, you meet just such mature people, and it's so different from college. I'm going to give it back to you. No, <laughs> you no, 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 no. It's good stuff. I think that's so interesting. And, yeah, off of Amelia's point, I mean, time to bring up good old St. Mary's, right? Oh. It's so small. For those of you that don't know, St. Mary's College, Moraga, California, population, like, 2,500 <laughs> undergrad, which, you know, I'm sure we could do a whole episode on our experience at St. Mary's. Uh Dear God. I mean, we joke about it. It was tough. Definitely sometimes were hard because it was so small, but I also made the best friends of my life there. So don't want to hate too much, but at least freshman year for me, sophomore year, I struggled so much with wanting to be invited to things. And because it's so small, you get people who, you know, I can honestly say I so bought into it freshman year. You get the popularity thing that happened you want to get invited to the parties and you want to be doing that and it's like is that really making you happy or is it making you happy because you're invited to things Mm -hmm. and you feel liked and that's something that I've struggled with my whole life is this need to feel liked and the need to get my worth and my value from other people's opinions of me which is something I'm like really really working on right now um therapy really helped me figure out that this is an issue of mine um (laughs) I need to go back we need our better help therapists um But yeah, I think just just in general, like for me, that was something that I struggled with so much. And even when I first moved here, I still struggle with it, wanting to be liked, wanting people to to think of me as cool and, you know, have this perception of me and whatever. And so I would say like kind of how I'm working on that is just like finding the things that really, truly make me happy and connecting with myself and saying like, okay, at the end of the day. If I'm not content with how I'm spending my time, I'm going to just end up spiraling. And then I get so down. And at the, like through journaling and through yoga and through like these other things and through taking a walk and am I drained from the night before that I went out? Did I even have fun? Did I spend too much money? All these things. You kind of slowly start to piece together. Okay, I like going out, but I only like going out if I had a really great day and I got everything done I wanted to and I want to go and have fun with my friends, right? Like if I'm no, I have to go out. I'm so drained from like, let's say we went out the night before or, you know, I, I woke up late this morning or I had something going on mentally that I just couldn't shake it and I'm not in the right mood. Like, why would I put myself in the situation of going out if I know I'm not going to have fun just because I want people to like know that I'm cool and go yeah. out? Yeah. And so that, again, is not something that I'm perfect at. I still for sure go out when I maybe don't want to, but I think just kind of like being honest with yourself and realizing maybe like even journaling at the end of the day, if you say like, okay, what did I do today? This didn't make me happy. Like Mm -hmm. these are the things that I did and spent my time doing that drained me. Okay. So maybe tomorrow you don't do that or you try slowly to do more of the things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. And if that means that you're someone that doesn't go out, that's great. If that means you go out three times a week, four times a week and you can do it all. That's so awesome. So anyway, that's just, 
that was kind of a lot of all over the place from the two of us but (laughs) that was was kind of all of it i feel like that was so hectic but but you know i guess we can kind of transition like we we kind of touched on it but just how did like going from saint mary's and having you know and even just for anyone in college Mm -hmm. i think having your closest friends live with you live two doors down from you you're spending four years with these people how do you go from that Mm -hmm. to a whole city where in san francisco there's a million people how do you actually make connections with those people have you what's your what's your hot take on that oh man um well i yeah seriously oh what did i just do i swear to god did i just press some no i didn't okay i thought i pressed something i literally was like i'm about to mess up this whole podcast um but i i feel like my advice with that is or just your experience or anything i feel like my experience okay so i had a rocky experience with friends in college dear god i had the the rockiest experience with friends in college um Oh, God. Okay. So freshman year, um, no hate to my freshman year roommate, but she, okay, it was not good for me because I had just moved from Chicago to California. I don't know any soul besides my brother, my 22-year-old brother when I'm 18. You can piece together how that won't work. So I get to college and my roommate is a type of girl where she has a boyfriend who lives back home and she drove home to school from school every single day and I was in the dorm majority of the time by myself and so as soon as I got to school I was like "Mm, I don't have a friend cool all right let's go out and just meet people and so I became this person where I felt like I had to be out because I wasn't making friends otherwise like I, I literally was like throwing myself out into things like people in class instantly friends with them i was like i will strike up a conversation with a literal brick wall if that means i can make friends like i was talking to anyone and everyone and unfortunately became close with baseball players um but so yeah i became close with them and and a couple of the girls that were a part of that group as well but when you're like friends with athletes the girls that are a part of that group are not exactly like the most you know um loyal uh, especially like, freshman sophomore year i don't want to slander everyone no, 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 but no. when you're like 17 18 and you're just trying to get to the parties and stuff oh yeah like you're just doing what you got to do oh, which yeah. like no hate but that's no hate. not where you're gonna make your best friend exactly most it's, likely it's, like, it's literally a, it's a sh- it's like a show that you're putting on because you're one every girl in college is trying to impress the guys yeah every single one especially and like, at st mary's oh my god especially at like st mary's nine people that everyone want to date oh my god there's like literally nine guys and everyone in your grade is like vying over these guys and you feel like if you're not a part of that, especially, you know, Amelia's talking, sorry to hijack, but <laughs> like I was kind of the same way where I was making friends with everyone. And like, we're both very social people, very yeah. outgoing. So that comes naturally. But then you do kind of get sucked into that. And you're mm-hmm. like, wait, I want to be a part of this. Like, yeah, if everyone wants this guy and like maybe that guy wants you, you yeah. feel so like valued and you're like, damn, I'm, I must be hot. Like, or I must be cool if like this one guy wants me and everyone wants him. Yeah. Oh, bad Dear news God. Bears. My, yeah. So basically I had all fake girlfriends and the only attention I was getting was from guys. And I think I had like one solid friend, my freshman 
to sophomore year and still she's one of my best friends shout out jackie i know you're listening to this i literally love you um but her and i were we made an instant connection freshman year and i think she was the like and olivia gordon oh my god i forgot about Liv. i love you um but those were like my two genuine good friends that i had met my freshman year and like without them i wouldn't have any had any real girlfriends like all of them were so not fake like like you know how girls are like they're, they're not like trying to be fake on purpose but because they're, they're genuine to other people but they just don't, they don't really yeah care about they don't care exactly like they're friends with you because you're mutual friends with the guys that you are friends with and i found myself stuck in that trap for so long because i became close to the baseball friend like baseball guys like one of the guys on the baseball team named bryce he's still one of my really good friends and like once he transferred, I was still close to the baseball guys, but not as much. And so then I was leading to the girls more, but then realized that the girls were literally fake. And I was like, this is so stupid. Like I literally need to actually find friends that are worth my time. And I literally went through this like whole thing, my literal like freshman through junior year of not having real friends, constantly like trying to find a new friend group, trying to make new friends. And it just felt like an exhausting cycle that I could not find and make any genuine friends so i literally me and then i met kira (laughs) um no literally but like i i think throughout college i had i could count on one hand amount of genuine friends i had and they were not made at parties they were not made from being friends with athletes like they were made from being genuine connections like having time one-on-one and finding something that you connect on when we're not drunk, like that was the way I made friends. And I got like such, I got stuck into such a bad group because I was with the people that just wanted the attention and that just wanted to be popular and just like be known on campus because at at such a small school, it's like so easy to like know that one girl, like that one guy on campus who's like, everyone is like, oh my God. And obviously when you get to college, you're like, I want to be that. Like I want to be known. I was just going to say like, this is, you know, no hate to anybody because no. this is very much the headspace we were in. Oh, I yeah. will be the first person we were to admit. Years old. Like, yeah, I'm the first the, person to admit that I threw it down. Like, oh, <laughs> I would do anything yeah. to go to a rugby party, oh, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm not. In no way are we like judging no. you if this is where you are because and we've fine. both been there. We're just kind of offering insight that maybe I wish I would have had yeah. freshman year. So Thanks if you advice. are in this position, like, trust that. You know, if that if you got to do it, like you got to go to those parties to do it and have your fun. But no, at the end of the day, like the the relationships, like Amelia said, that you're making over things that are you genuinely care about and are important to you. Those are the friends that are going to be in your life for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely some big sister advice. Like, make sure the people that you surround yourself with are people that will have your back and that. If you don't want to go out, they'll be the ones to be like, let's have a night in. Let's watch a movie. They're not the ones who are pressuring you to go out and being like, you're lame. You're stupid for not going out like this. This is not like there were so many girls like that in college. And it's just like so stupid. So if you find yourself in that position, know that it's okay to let those people go because you will find friends that are genuine and that actually do care about you. And like, like I said, as girls, it is so hard to believe that, that there are girls out there, but there are. And as long as you are putting yourself in good positions to find those girls, it will happen. Like they'll, it will come naturally and you'll know because you won't even have to try. Like it's literally just natural when it's a genuine connection and you won't feel like you have to say yes. And you won't feel like you have to just be a different person. Like you will just be you and they will literally love you for it. 
Um, so that's just some big sister advice on that. Um, but yeah, and then going into the city is a com- like a completely different thing. Um, like I made three best friends as well my senior year of college because we all lived together. Um, and so I only had that for a year and then I was immediately ripped from it and then got brought into the city. And so I think that also was a huge transition for me because I was like, I just made these three best friends of mine and it got ripped away from me and I'm living alone. And so I feel like my take on it is if like, it is scary. It is definitely scary to be graduating college and to be moving into a city because it is such a big transition. You need to prepare yourself for it. And I don't think, I don't think this is talked about enough. Like the transition from college into the real world is one of the scariest and most confusing things I have ever been through. Because in college, when you're a freshman, you know you're going to be there for the next four years. And then at the end of your year, you're applying for your job. You get the job. But then once you get the job and you're living in the city, I'm in the state where I'm like, what is next? Like, what is next? So my advice is this. My advice to anyone who is either freshman in college right now, anywhere in college right now, like make sure the people that you're surrounding yourself with are people that are going to be in your life forever. Because if one day you are living alone or living in the city with people that you don't know, you are going to want to have those friends that you can call and be like, I feel lonely. I need to talk to someone right now. And that's my advice that you want to have real people in your life. So if you're in college right now, make sure the people that you're surrounding yourself with are real, as I said, and that when you do get to the city, know that it's okay to feel alone, but also make sure that you are putting yourself out there while giving yourself grace and understanding when the when the relationships feel genuine and when they don't. And like I said, it's okay to walk away from the ones that don't feel genuine and it's okay to feel alone. It's okay to like not feel like you're clicking because that happens. That's normal. But at the same time, don't be hard on yourself being like, oh my God, I don't have this glamorous life. I don't have this. I don't have that. Like it is totally normal. No one's life is perfect. And I feel like every female can agree and absolutely wink, understand that not like feeling like you're not making friends is one of like, the scariest things ever. And it's not that scary. It's okay to be by yourself. And I, I think it took me a very, very long time to understand that I don't always need to be around people because I am such a social person. Like in social settings, if there's more than two people in a room, I am literally like in heaven. I'm like, this is amazing. Like there's like, oh, oh my gosh, like my personality is like times 10. And it's just like, it's crazy. But then when I'm by myself, I'm like this little hermit. And I think, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. But yeah, that's just my advice is to be okay with being alone, but make sure you have those solid friendships that you can fall back on when you do feel alone. Um, and that kind of transitions into our next topic of just feeling lonely and how overwhelm- how overwhelming that feeling is because like for the first couple months I was here, I felt pretty lonely because I had just met people and of course the off the bat, they're not going to be your best friends. You know what I mean? Like you have to get to a deeper level to be best friends with them or to be close with them you have to get to that deeper level and hang out with them more than just going to bars and stuff and so I felt so lonely because I had friends that I would just like go out with on weekends and we hadn't really been doing stuff during the weeks like only a couple times um I'm in a long distance relationship hi Blake um and so for me it was so hard because I was like I'm literally alone all the time why do I feel like no one wants to talk to me? Why does no one want to hang out with me? Like, why am I like this isn't that I was so lost in my head and feeling like I was lacking 
a connection because even like when I'd go out and I, I love the girlies now, but like when I was first in the group and first meeting everyone, I'd be out, but I'd feel so lonely because I was like, I don't know these people at all. And I'm kind of here because I was like just invited and they want to get to know me. But that first couple months, like it was just so weird for me because I was like, I haven't done this in four years. I have not done this in four years where I've been around people that I've just met that I don't have a connection with. And I just felt so lonely because I'd go back home alone. And then I just like sit in myself and be like, that was fun. But like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like there was a connection. You know what I mean? But as time went on and I finally made those connections, now I'm so much more comfortable by saying like, no, I'm going to stay in because I know that there is a connection and like, I'm going to have a good time being in my own presence, but I'm also going to have a good time being with people when I want to be with people. Because I've noticed that if I'm in a mood, Kira and I literally, we went out with like our friends like two weekends ago and we both looked at each other and we were like, we are not in the mood to be out. And like when you're in that mood, it just sucks so much being out because you're like, I would yeah. way rather. You feel like you're draining everyone else's Yeah, energy. exactly. You feel like you're draining other people's energy because you're just sitting there like, oh my God, like I'm so tired. I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? And then people can feel that. And so I think, like, if you're feeling down or, like, you just want to be by yourself, it's easier to recognize when you've taken the time and understanding that, like, your own presence is just as good as being around people as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's just one piece of advice is to really try to find a balance and fully understand yourself when you need to be alone and when you need to be around people because you can feel lonely in a crowd of people but you can also just feel so good when being by yourself and so my overall piece of advice from that literal like 10 minute rant is to just take a step back learn yourself learn to be okay doing things by yourself like going for walks by yourself going to get your nails done by yourself reading by yourself going to the beach by yourself like literally doing everything by yourself be okay with it because a lot of people do it and it's not weird to do things by yourself and then it makes you appreciate when you want to be around friends because you're like this feels so good like I genuinely want to be around these people I genuinely want to be out I genuinely have the full energy to give to someone right now and it just feels 10 times better so yeah I think and as well for making friends in the city like we were kind of talking about our experiences at St. Mary's. I mean, you're surrounded. College in general is such a unique experience in that you're in a place for four years where everyone has at least one thing in common, right? You're all going to St. Mary's or you're all going to whatever school you're going to. And of course, there's so many differences within that, but every class that you're in, you have in common that you're in this class. Every time you go to the rec center, you have in common that you're there together and you're a gale and, oh, I saw you in my class or I saw you at that party or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have so much in common and I think there's just a level of trust there that you know even in those friendships that you're making. They might not be your best friends forever, but those relationships that you have are so much easier to build off of because you have that common thing. Whereas in the city, you move here and this is the same thing with dating, which we're going to talk about later. I mean, ooh, tea is piping, but it's so hard. I mean, again, I'm really lucky I had friends to kind of pull me into, but making friends outside of that friend group is so hard. Like, I go to the gym, and in college, you'd go to the gym and you'd see everyone that you knew. It was the little social hour or the library. You'd go to the library 
and you would see all your friends and you'd sit and you'd chat and you'd all go to late night together you'd go to the hot tub or you'd you know go back to someone's room and hang out and study or whatever as much as i shit on st mary's i'd pay endless amounts of money to go back to go back to to the pipeline from the library for studying for 20 minutes and talking for two hours to then to the hot tub to then to late night to then back to someone's dorm and then literally just staying up till 2 a.m with your friends like literally dying laughing over nothing i'd pay money i would pay money so if you're maybe not maybe not st mary's tuition but i'd pay something not not the st mary's blank blank k amount of money but KJ Nornor, round up. One more round of Wednesday. One more round of Wednesday, and then I will die happy. Um, but yeah, if you're in college right now, savor every single minute that you have there. Every single minute. Because we were in COVID, so we lost, what, two years? Kira lost her graduation. Like, take advantage of being around the people that make you so happy. I don't think I've ever felt so happy my entire life than when I was in college. Yeah i okay that's tough (laughs) let's unpack that but i'm just saying like i was surrounded by people all the time like all the time yeah and i've learned that like i'm such a social person when i'm around people but when i'm by myself i just turn into my literal cocoon era like i literally just like Hashtag hashtag in my cocoon era because i live alone like literally i'm turning into a grandma but when i'm with people living with people oh my god i'm like i'm unhinged like i'm like Wednesday night, round up till 2 a.m. Do I have work the next morning at 5 a.m.? Absolutely. Am I still going out? Absolutely. And then what are we doing? Friday, Saturday, possibly Sunday, drinking. That's what we're doing. And it's like now I'm literally a grandma. I go out for wine on one night and I'm tired by 9.30. Are you kidding me? So take advantage of being in college and always being around the people that that make you feel like you're having fun like savor those moments because once you become an adult you're literally an adult yeah like it happens so fast yeah Yeah. no i completely agree and i think as well just to speak on being class of 2021 baby where are (laughs) you i know you're out there it definitely was a lot to go from you know sophomore year junior year when you're kind of like for me at least i got back so i did a semester abroad (laughs) i did a semester abroad (laughs) but i got back and i learned so much about myself this is kind of where all this growth and and retrospect and kind of like looking at my life and the things that make me happy started got back and really felt like i was kind of vibing like i knew what was important to me or i was starting to figure it out that i wanted to really form friendships and then boom right COVID hit home in seattle for three months not with my parents yes with my parents not with anyone else (laughs) for three months right you come home or whatever i come back to moraga and you know california i don't know maybe we'll have some worldwide listeners or some international listeners but (laughs) california covid laws were strict i mean we were not allowed on campus it was mask mandates everywhere like we really 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 had to pick the people that we were around and it was my senior year and i spent a lot of time being like what the fuck this is not how i was supposed to spend my senior year online in zoom university no thank you um so i think as well just like having that experience and going from someone who used to care a lot about having all these friendships and being liked by everyone when you're put in a situation where you have to pick who you're really gonna hang out with like wow you you learn a lot about yourself and i can't say enough for the the friends that i made in that time or who i became closer with um who are you know to this day some of my closest friends and and I love them to death, and I'm very thankful for the lessons that they've taught me. But 
to go from that, like Amelia kind of touched on earlier with her friends, to the city where you're used to having them around the corner to then, you know, you're in the city. What do you do when you're upset? Who do you go to? You can call them, but it's not the same. And so that that pipeline and that that transition to being in the city and trying to form meaningful relationships with people. Like, yeah, I did. Like I said, and Amelia kind of touched on too. We have this group of friends, which again is amazing because so many people don't have that. They move to a city and they spend so long trying to make any friends. So I'm very thankful for, you know, uh, to give context. I had a childhood friend who lived in the city, reconnected with her. She introduced me to everyone, right? All of my friends now, most of my friends now. So I'm very thankful for that, but you don't just meet someone and you can trust them with everything. And I'm an open book. I am one of the most open books I've ever met. I will tell you anything you want to know about myself right now. It's like a downfall. Anything. Um, but I, I, you know, it's hard to trust people and have them understand you when you say like, oh, you know, I'm missing my family, which also is not talked about enough. People oh who move across the country, you know, Amelia and I both are not anywhere near our families and that is hard. And, you know, at times I, you know, there are times when I don't miss them. That's okay too, to not miss your family sometimes yeah. at Harry Styles Matilda song. Um, <laughs> anyway, but when you do miss your family or like, oh, I saw my ex on LinkedIn <laughs> or funny. or whatever and like the the new friends like maybe they don't understand that the same way that your friends that you've formed such deep connections with do and I do know that I can call those people but that also doesn't negate the fact that I want to have those connections here and that I crave forming those connections with more people and that I want that community in SF so that was just a lot of kind of the way that I feel about life and friends and and if you're in college and you're transitioning to you know a new city and you feel like everyone around you has friends or you feel like in every movie you see or every social media post you see that everyone is surrounded by this huge group of friends that they love and trust with their lives that's 99 percent of the time not Not the case so have grace with yourself and know that forming these connections in a community that's not like college where you actually have to go out and put so much effort into these friendships and also if you get to know someone in the city this has been my experience i've gotten to know people and i'm like (laughs) i do not like this person or you know you meet someone at the gym and you're like hey this person's cool let's go get a drink because i'm just trying to make friends and you don't get along with them okay you don't have to be friends with them you don't owe them anything anything, is what amelia just said and that's so true because you're just out here trying to live your life and find meaningful connections at least that's where i kind of think the point we are in our lives and you can have all those friends. I mean, I love the SF hooligans. I love them so much. And there are some people in that group that I feel very close with and trust. And I'm very thankful for that. But it's okay that they're just my friends. It's okay that we had Flea Week last week, you know, and I saw some of them for the first time in a while. And we day drunk and blacked out on the rooftop and then went to North Beach Sushi. Like, that's okay, too. Yeah. I think the thing that we, at least I'm trying to just be really patient with myself in is that I often feel torn in such two directions where I'm so hard on myself because I have all these thoughts and I think okay well if I know these things I know how I should be spending my time that'll make me the happiest or I know like I'll be the best version of myself if I do this or whatever I'm still allowed to have those days where I do go out and get too drunk or where I do this so just that balance and that mindset too of knowing like you can it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to be 23 and be trying to figure it out because that's where we all are I don't think anybody actually has it figured out and if you feel that you're comparing yourself to someone and this is the case for people who maybe are in a different place in their lives my sister is 25 and married right like she is so different from me and even she feels 
like she compares herself to people right like other married couples like maybe my life's different than that so if you're at a place just where you feel like everybody has it all because that's what you're seeing on social media or that's just the way that you feel it should be nobody I don't even think like an 85 year old person has their shit figured out so just be kind to yourself and know that we're all kind of going through it Yeah, I agree with everything Kira was saying. And I think it's huge to find and understand that it's okay to give yourself grace and it's okay to be feeling every single feeling because I don't think it's talked about enough being in your 20s, especially being a female in your 20s right now. In this, in this economy, in this, in this economy, in this world, I, like in the, in the United States of in America, the, in, the, in the in the United States of America, um, but in the United like, States of misogyny, oh dear God, Lord help us, um, but like just being a female in her twenties in this stage, like we have had so many things happen. And women are finally starting to realize that we are, like, so, just, like, just so sexualized and, like, (laughs) oh, shit. But also resilient. Like, no, but, like, we have, like, finally understood that what our role was as women and how we're all, like, fuck that. Like, fuck that. Like, we are finally starting to realize that as women, we are like finding our like foot in this world and we have our voices. And so I actually have zero clue where I was going with this, but like, I'm just saying like, it's okay as a woman right now to feel so confused. And even at anywhere in your life, like you could be a freshman in college and confused. You could be 35 year old married with three kids and confused, or you can be 22 living alone and confused. Like it is so normal to be confused about anything that is going on in your life because we are being thrown as women new things in our faces on the daily that go unnoticed that go unseen we are dealing with emotions that men don't have to deal with and so i think being a girl it is so important for us to one be okay being our being by ourselves two having friends that feel genuine three having a routine that makes you feel happy like for kira and i our routine is going to the gym and lifting weights And then some of the days going to do yoga. Like we have found a routine for us that makes us feel good and lets us relieve stress and lets us have an outlet because right now as women, we need an outlet. Like dear God, we need an outlet. We need to be able to find something that just lets us relieve stress. And whether that's like yoga, journaling, cycling, like running, walking, it could be literally anything like art, hanging out with friends, like going to get drinks with your friends, having a night in, like doing a mental health day, doing a spa day, like cleaning your room, room, whatever it is for you, find something that makes you feel good. That can be a part of your everyday routine that makes you feel good. Because I think that is a saving grace as a woman right now is feeling like you have something that aligns with you. And that is like so like solid to you and is a part of you because you always have that to fall back on because like let's say you're feeling lonely one day your friends aren't answering what are you gonna do you can't always rely on your own energy and other people's energy to make you feel better 
So you need to find something that will make you feel better when there's no one else there for you because people can't always be there for you. And for us, we have found something that is there for us because whether it's like literally crying in yoga or literally cleaning your room and starting to sob, like it's like you can like all these emotions come up and when you're doing that one thing that makes you feel comfortable, it's going to make you feel so much more raw and so much more safe because you're doing something that makes you feel so good to the point where you don't feel like you have to hold your emotions back. Like I could be like cleaning my room. I pop on AirPods. I'll start sobbing, like literally just sobbing. And even when I was on for a walk the other day, I was wearing sunglasses and literally just started sobbing on my walk. And like, for no reason. And I had to literally sit back and assess what I was going through. And sometimes there is no reason because you just feel just like confused or just like some like something deep down that you don't know is is going on can just make you feel so confused and upset and it's okay. And having that routine, like I said, to fall back on and something to make you feel comfortable and safe is so important for anyone, any woman at any age, it is so important to have that because it makes you feel safe. And like we said, you can't rely on other people to make you feel safe. It's only yourself and something that makes you feel comfortable. And so, yeah, that is the major T. Um, so like I said, like step one, be okay with being by yourself. Step two, have genuine people in your life. And step three, find something that makes you feel good and that makes you when you're in a bad mood you know will instantly release negative energy and bring in good energy into your life and bring back bring you back to yourself center and ground yourself because that is so hard to find something nowadays in our busy lives to find something to ground you back down because we are so stressed out even as women now like duh we have emotions we're going through periods we have like our emotions are literally everywhere all the time. Like we are literally so resilient and so strong. And I think it's so not talked about how much we go through and feeling like we also now have to be in our girl boss era where we are taking care of everything. And we are having that job and going out and working out and doing all of this and not feeling like we have a balance, but we need to have that balance. We need to have that one thing that will just bring us back to being okay. And being at peace and being like one with yourself again instead of feeling like oh I have to do this for work I have to do this with my friends I have to do this I have to do that like no shit take a step back and just like take time for yourself and ground yourself when you're feeling all over the place that's my advice drop the mic but yeah I feel like Kira has something to say about this as well mic drop mic drop (laughs) mic toss actually she said mic hand slowly because this microphone was $70 on Amazon oh man and and we need another one because we're handing this back and forth uh (laughs) yeah i mean honestly preach to everything amelia just said that's so so true and i i'd say as well like those things that make you happy you have to make time for it's hard Mm -hmm. to work out and that that is not to say be hard on yourself if you're unable to make time for those things like if you miss a workout don't do not beat yourself up over that but all i'm saying is if you know that that's something that's going to make you happy, go to that yoga class. Go for that walk. Go hang out with your friend. 
do that over the things that aren't going to make you happy. And again, kind of circling back to what I talked about at the beginning, which was like three hours ago, (laughs) where last, when I first moved here and I was going out so much, yeah, I did have my routine, but I was, I wasn't doing as much of the things that made me really happy and that I found peace in because I was prioritizing oh shit this person said they want to get drinks I'm going to go do that and it's like that's great every once in a while but if you're compromising the things that make you very happy like for me that's lifting that's having the routine of going to berries of going to yoga of trying new things like going to rumble doing all these things you know and and again we're both fitness girlies but if you're not into fitness that's fine go for a walk get those 10,000 steps in like that's you don't have to be throwing heavy weights around to be living no. a healthy lifestyle at all. Active. It can also just be like doing your makeup. Yeah. Painting. Yep. Buying new plants. Planting. Like reading. It can be anything that makes you feel like yourself again. Yeah, exactly. And and I will say as well, back, circling back to how do you make friends in the city? You make friends by doing those things that matter to you. Mm-hmm. My One of my closest friends that I have in the city who she, I met her because we both go to Barry's and I'm, and since then we're able to form such a deep connection because we live together three times a week. We go to yoga together, you know, like we're doing things. I'm not changing anything about my daily routine to make time for her. She is a part of the things that are important to me because they're also important to her and that's partially why we've become so close if I I don't know there are some friendships where I've had to take a step back from because our priorities just aren't the same and that doesn't mean that they're not an amazing person or that I don't wish the best for them or sometimes miss their friendship but like if I get up and I go to the office and I come home and I go to the gym and I'm not home showered eating dinner till 9 p.m like when am I gonna have the time to also go grab a drink with you and that's you know like I like drinking as much as the next person, but I've definitely been trying to do maybe less of that or more in on the weekends exclusively. I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not going to be hard on myself if I have a drink on a Wednesday. Like I'm not going to criticize myself for that, but I know that there are other things that are more important to me. And that is how I've made some of my best friends. And that I think is part of why me and Amelia are so close is because we share this this passion for like, hey, do you want to take a hit class tomorrow? Like, I'm not going to see you besides that. Mm-hmm. I'm, or I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to see you if we don't do that together. And it's because it's something we both want to do. We're able to spend so much time together. And I think those are the types of friendships that are so great. And you can really meet people that way through like the things, volunteering maybe if you love that. Or there's something that you do or it's like you, yeah, you go shopping, you found some, you met someone at the plant shop because you both love plants or you met someone at the art shop or at the museum or whatever it is, like be true to yourself about those, that, that thing that really makes you happy because putting that at the forefront is how you're going to meet the people because like if they share that same interest in you, great, you already have something in common Mm -hmm. and they are probably going to be at least closer to the wavelength of you than maybe for me, someone I meet at a bar, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of something as well in terms of like being in the city, (laughs) just existing. (laughs) And I think as well, just to kind of add to like me, who I am, I don't cry. (laughs) No, literally. How do I make this about me? Mm, The Leo in me. I'm a Leo. I'm a July Leo. So any of you astrology fiends out there, do with that what you will. Um, I means I'm the lion sign and I want people's attention. Does that make sense? But I feel like I'm kind of like a, I'm a Leo that like loves attention, but I don't think I will ever take it away from someone else. Maybe I want, no one say never, but I'm not like the person who will start drama or like do things to make it about me. But I think I do love attention. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but lie. yeah, I don't ever cry. It's actually kind of concerning and I have to like force myself to cry. Um, I could cry the smallest No, I like don't cry. And so when I do cry, it's like, ooh, it's either really nice or it's very scary because I'm like, whoa, I haven't cried since my grandma died. Like, I don't know, you know, not to be crazy. I cried at graduation and I cried like maybe at my sister's wedding because that was pretty. (laughs) And I cried watching Alex Cooper's Call Her Daddy Abortion Story yesterday, sobbed. And that was the first time I've cried for more than like five minutes and I didn't know what to do with myself. So I went and took two berries classes and threw heavy weights around. Yeah, I want that hoodie. They're doing a challenge right now for a hoodie if you take 24 classes in like three weeks. So anyways, anyways, we're really getting off topic here. I'm getting off. I'm getting off topic here. But I have found that like journaling and really, I mean, it's hard to do. And sometimes there is no reason why you're feeling a certain way. That's so valid. But for me, I'm very good at understanding why I'm feeling that way. Mm-hmm. That's just something about me as a person. Like I'm so, uh, it may take a day or two, but I can figure it out. I'm yeah. like, I'm feeling this way because I'm comparing myself to this person. And therefore I am retreating from that friendship because yeah. I don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. so not in that's not i'm not trying to like hype myself up it's just something that i've got i'm just very i can just do it and so for me even though it's hard sometimes when i'm able to say like this is how i'm feeling then i have the power to change it once i name it and i say okay this i'm feeling could be scary it can be sad it can be frustrating but once i can say that for me it's like okay so what do i do about it i know i'm comparing myself to someone or i'm retreating because i'm i'm jealous of them or whatever like these are feelings that we all have you can be as mature as you want you can still be jealous of someone oh yeah so if you can name that and say it and lean back on what amelia was talking about like that place you go or that thing Mm -hmm. you do when you are feeling that way that is awesome yeah and i will add as well we're very we're very friendly people <laughs> if you live in san francisco all like nine of you that are maybe listening to this but one day we're gonna grow this podcast and you are saying absolutely, absolutely. to anything that we're saying and you need a friend you just moved here you don't really feel content in your friendships you want to go for a walk you want to do something hit us up we're here we're here let's form those deep meaningful relationships let's, let's do up. it let's do it so that's kind of the last thing that I feel like I wanted to say, but I don't know if Miss Amelia has any last minute insights for us. That, I mean, I, I just snaps all around for us. I mean, not to like hype ourselves up, but like, damn, like, damn, Ferrari somebody, somebody please play Ferrari by James Hype. Anyways. Okay. So that was my little excerpt. Um, that, I think James Hype Ferrari might be my serotonin boost. Song of the year. Song of the year. Serotonin boost Grammy, instantly. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar Emmy, nominated. everything nominated. Um, but no, I think, I think we just did a really good job on just like touching. I'm really going to hype ourselves up, but we just did a really good job because I feel like so many people don't understand their feelings and yeah. don't know how to handle them. And I feel like you and I, we've both been through like our own situations and our own growths to the point where we like know. Yeah our feelings we know what to do and like it's obviously still learning curve we're like we're not fucking perfect and we're not like oh i feel like this no oh my god (laughs) uh but like we're not perfect like we yeah like sometimes we're just like feeling away and we're like what the hell and we have to figure it out and we're just i think we're just i'm happy that we're starting this because i feel like we have so much insight to give to people who actually like don't know how the fuck 
to deal with life and how the fuck to go about an issue that they have or like something that's going on because I feel like a lot of girls and anyone in that and that matter like can be going through something and just like need to hear that somebody else is going through it because oh my god I wish in college that like call her daddy was a thing or like podcasts were a thing or like even just that girls would come together and be like dude I fucking feel that like you don't want to actually go to this party you just want male attention like literally no way and when you found when I found those friends my senior or junior year it changed my life it really did yeah it did exactly so I feel like I want this to absolutely be a reason that you feel valid yeah. And you are. And you're you are. fucking awesome. No matter what you're going through, no matter where you are. Whoever's listening to this, you are valid. <laughs> exactly. You are absolutely, absolutely right where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And you know, you are awesome. Just take our like I think two hours of advice yeah. and you'll be fine. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Just take our like literally the last like it's two hours of trauma dumping for our for advice. Yeah. But I think to sum it up with all the topics that we touched on with one, we'll start with moving into a new city is give yourself grace and know that the right people will come into your life. And two trust dealing with FOMO, like trust that the things you're doing, if you know, learn, learn what makes you happy and trust that doing those things is better than doing something you don't want to do. Even if sometimes you feel like you're missing out, it'll serve you much more in the long run. Yeah. And then three, Making friends, make sure that the people that you're surrounding yourself with are people that you feel comfortable with, that you can be yourself around, that will have your back when you feel like you need it. Make sure that you make those connections anywhere that you are. If you're living in a city, if you're in college, out of college, out of the city, anywhere that you are, make sure you have genuine connections. And then also assess when you're feeling lonely. Assess when you feel like you need to be around people. Assess when you feel like you need to pull back. Like no... And start listening to yourself and everything that you're feeling. And take a second to feel it, one, and to two, learn how to healthily, in a healthy way, respond to it. And then finally, just find that one thing that you can always go to that is always going to be your absolutely consistent thing that is going to make you feel better. Find that. Whatever it is, find it. Because that is going to be your saving grace absolutely snaps snaps and i think that's how we sign off on our on our first podcast so thank you so much if you're listening and you actually listened to the whole thing the whole thing but you know we're really excited we're excited it's gonna get a lot better and it's gonna get more organized a um lot better that was pretty fucking yeah good. i know that was pretty i mean we're like, gonna get a second mic it's gonna be over <laughs> for the it's gonna be over for everyone else all right. Once we get that second mic, it's Let's game over. Mic, it's game it's over. game over. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.